Are you interested in making your own podcast? If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. It's free. They have creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer. Anchor will then distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcast, and many more. You guys can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And in fact, I'm using Anchor and I love it. If you're interested, download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hey, everybody. This is Heidi St. John. Welcome to the Busy Mom Podcast. I'm glad that you're here today. I am really excited because as the weeks are ticking by, I'm getting closer and closer to going to Indianapolis and to Tampa for Fearless. Those are coming up. If you have not registered for those events that are being held in October, right? Uh, you need to do that. That's right. Go to HeidiStJohn.com forward slash Fearless, and that's where you can find all the registration information. Those events are beginning to fill up, so uh, head on over there and share it with a friend. Invite a friend. So uh, we're excited to see you there. Really looking forward to digging deep into the Word of God and helping you as women take what's happening in the culture around you and uh, hold it up to the light of Scripture. And that's what, what we need to be doing. We need to be doing that with our marriages. We need to be doing it in education. We need to be doing it in the culture. Uh, as Christians, as as men and women who claim the name of Jesus, we need to know what the Word of God says. It's important for me, as I was thinking about this a few minutes ago in talking about what the topic that we're going to tackle today, is that we want to be an encouragement, and we really can't be an encouragement to each other unless we're doing it the way God says to do it. And the truth is, whenever we go outside of, of what God asks us to do, we mess it up. Whether whether we had a friend that we needed to confront them and we didn't ask the Lord, either is this the right time, or should I just keep my mouth shut, or what do you want me to say? The Bible says right words spoken in the right time are like apples of gold in a silver setting. And so I've asked Dorinda to come back today, and uh, I'm finishing up my book, which is coming out here in a couple of months, and I'm in the editing phase right now, which is a little <laughs> bit like peeling your fingernails off one at a time. So I've asked uh, Dorena to come back because I've been writing about friendship, and it just sort of occurred to me, this is a great opportunity to just sort of get some feedback on what are some ways that we can nurture and encourage and grow a friendship. And so you wrote a blog post for me, I actually, did. I did. a while back. I did. And we were talking about, or you were talking about ways that we can encourage each other. So instead of so the so instead of focusing on negative things, and we right. we can probably sit here for seventy five hours and talk about all the negative things. That's right. Really want to encourage moms who are listening today toward a place of connecting with other moms in a healthy and a positive way. Because like we said before, the in real life relationships that you nurture with other people are going to be the thing that sticks to your ribs. It's like that's eating right. a meal that's like rib sticking good. Right. And friendships are like that. And you can have all kinds of, you know, online relationships and virtual friendships, but the real, the brick and mortar friendships, the ones that you invest in, the ones that mom that you take a casserole to who she can drop off her sticky toddler at your house at two in the morning if she needs to. That's right. Those are the friendships that go the distance. Mm -hmm. And there are a few biblical principles that kind of ensure that. And so I want to kind of ask Dorinda, if you would just go kind of through your list 
and see if these moms can recognize themselves. And if not, these would be some things to encourage them to start doing. Right. Well, the first one is trying to only do and say what is helpful and builds each other up. Because Ephesians 4.29 says, no foul language is to come from your mouth, but only what's good for building up uh, someone in need so that it gives grace to those who hear. Mm. It's like a breath of fresh air. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's what we want to give each other is that breath of fresh air. And, you know, Proverbs also talks about iron sharpening iron. Mm-hmm. Sometimes that's not fun, mm-hmm. but it can be um, it can be done in love, speaking mm-hmm. the truth in love mm-hmm. and always letting that other person know that you're on their side yeah. and you are you want what's best for them, God's best for them. So true. And when we don't communicate that, then if you're trying to come in and correct something, it can't, it won't be received very well. That's right. And it just ends up doing damage. And I don't know about you, but I've been on the giving and the receiving end of that. That's right. Yes, I have. And it's not fun. It's not. No, no it's not. They, they need to be assured um, that your motivations are good. Mm-hmm. You know, They need to know that they're loved. That's and right. I think we do that with our children. That's right. Right. But friendships are different in that your kids have no choice. You're their mother, That's right. <laughs> right? I mean, what are they going to do? That's right. I'm your mom. Sorry you don't like it. I just messed up. I came and apologized to you. We make it right. That's Friends, right. you get to choose them. That's and right. Friend, I think sometimes those friendships can be a little bit on tenuous ground and you, you can feel like maybe uneasy because if you pull the rug out or if it feels like the rug got pulled right. out, when there's nothing to keep that friend there. They can just walk. That's right. That's right. And I think also just just accepting the fact that every family is going to do things differently. So whether I use disposable diapers and you use cloth diapers, hey now, it's those are fighting words. Not a hill to die on, you know. <laughs> so really, really just be be aware of the differences in families and family cultures, and be okay with it. And you honestly, know? when you say okay. This is fun. So when you say, you know, the cloth diaper versus the disposable diapers or the breastfeeding moms versus the non-breastfeeding right. or the vaccinations versus the non-vaccinations, right. these I have watched these particular topics tear people up. That's right. No kidding. It's not I, helpful. I have watched entire years worth of friendships dissolve over something that really you give it 15 years and you're not going to be talking about it at all. That's right. Right. And so I think it's important for us to realize that when we're doing that, what we've done is we've made that thing an idol. That's right. So we've made breastfeeding an idol right. or we've made natural child, oh my goodness, the people who talk about natural childbirth and I didn't have an epidural and I pushed and you didn't and blah, 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 blah. <laughs> It's an idol. It is. And the, the Bible has a lot to say about idols. That's right. And what we should be doing is going, how can I encourage this mom? And so I love that you're that you were reminding these moms, look at we don't all do things the same. That's right. And my version of sane is somebody else's version of crazy. And that's, that's okay. Right. That's right. And we every mom brings to her family table different strengths and different weaknesses. Yep. We can learn from each other. I mean, there are times that I didn't do something and I saw someone else did. And I thought, wow, you know, I think that might be a really good thing for us to try. You know, so, so it turned out to be a positive thing. Exactly. Exactly. But I think we often go into those friendships insecure and and when these things come to the surface it, it they bring out our insecurities and we have to just be aware we're all insecure in yep. in one way or another I was just hoping so, I was just hoping you'd say that every single one of us is right. insecure in one way or another and that's really right. we're all just hoping we're doing it right exactly we just we really want to mess up as little as possible yeah that's right <laughs> So we're not hope, shooting for perfection. Yes, right, <laughs> just, unless we're on Pinterest. Just progress. Yeah. And then we are shooting for perfection. That's a whole issue. other podcast. But I do think it's important to say, you know what, you you recognize your own 
insecurities because you live with yourself. But Mm -hmm. we often don't recognize the insecurity of somebody else and we might touch on it or accidentally step on it and not realize it. so many times I can't even tell you and I couldn't figure out what happened. Mm -hmm. And then I realized I said something that was hurtful and I didn't mean to. And that's the next thing I'd like to say is don't be afraid to apologize. Even if you feel like, You know, maybe you were mostly right and only a little (laughs) bit wrong. You know, just take it in the shorts for the for the sake of the relationship and be gracious to that other person. God is always going to honor that. And Jesus was humble and he was our example. And so if we we treat our relationships with humility and respect and honor for the other person, that friendship is going to flourish. That's right. And I think what you're saying in that, you know, when we say be willing to take it in the shorts. Basically, what we're saying is we be willing to be wronged, Mm -hmm. to be wronged for, I mean, the Bible talks about being wronged for the sake of the gospel. That's right. And how often were we not willing to be wrong? Because we just, we want to be right so bad that we're willing to sacrifice a 15-year friendship over what? That's right. And I can honestly say, Heidi, you have been a great example to me of that. I've watched you take it in the shorts. Many, many times for the sake of the relationship. And I just thought, wow, that is really admirable. And it was uh, something that I just respect about you. And Thank you. I didn't expect to have a I compliment. Know. She didn't. Like she dished didn't over at me. Coming. I didn't see that coming. I don't even know what to do now. Surprise your friends with compliments. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I think it's it's important to recognize when we, you know, I think this was a huge flaw in me, you know, and I think probably what happened is you were just around during the season of my life where the Lord was correcting it. I mean, that's probably what you saw because I started realizing, okay, that wasn't worth it. Wow. I just sank that ship and I didn't need to. Well, the ship sailed and now I can't fix it. You know, and actually wrote about uh, in the book, and you and I have talked about this before, but I wrote about a situation of friendship in my life that was so painful mm. when it ended that I didn't think I ever wanted to have another friend again in my life. Wow. And you realize when that happens to you, you realize how how precious it is when you find someone who's actually going to stick with you through That's the ups right. and the downs. And you're willing to go, you know what? I can let that go. That's right. I don't care about that. I don't. That's not that. My pride. Okay. I don't even have any now. Right. Right. <laughs> and I think it's important. And what you're saying, it resonates. And I think it resonates so much with me because I know how it feels to be on the receiving end of that. And I know that you do too. And I think, yeah. how are we going to be able to teach these other moms if we can't do it in our own, That's right. in our own personal right. lives? And you can be the one to set the tone in the relationship. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Just call up and say, okay, I blew that. One of my favorite, this is so funny. I I have a, there's an app called Inc. They're not paying me for this. You should, Inc. Listen up. Uh, there's an app called Inc. It's one of my favorite apps. And it sends uh, postcards, like real oh, postcards. Well, you've gotten some from me. I have. So they come from Inc. And I love it when I'm traveling, especially because I can look up these really cute little uh, postcards. And they're my favorite category is the I'm sorry category. <laughs> So there's all of these postcards and one of them, like one of my favorite ones is a vampire, like a cartoon vampire. And it just, you turn over the postcard and it says, I suck. (laughs) I love it. That's great. (laughs) And I just, I mean, I have sent my fair share of those postcards out, you know, and I think it's all right to do that. And actually Mm -hmm. the Lord grows you in the process. So thanks for noticing that I'm growing. (laughs) Dorenda, I send out, I suck postcards to people now. (laughs) Oh my word, you make me laugh. Another thing I love about you. Another thing we love is laughing. Laughter is good medicine. Keep your sense of humor. Keep your sense of humor. Don't take yourself too seriously. No. (laughs) What does it say? Don't take yourself too seriously. Nobody else does either. That's right. That's in Hezekiah. (laughs) 
That's in Hezekiah, and I'm sure we'll find it eventually. <laughs> yeah. Also, something that I thought of was just um, learning to listen. Mm-hmm. I think we, I think in the culture, we're so used to speaking, and everybody yes. has a platform, right? Everybody has Facebook. We all want our opinions out there, and we've forgotten that the goal of listening is to understand where the other person's coming from. That's right. It's not so that you can fire back another bullet point to shoot down their opinion with. It's That's so that right. you can actually put yourself in their shoes and sort of try to understand where they're coming from. That's right. Really important. There's a couple things I don't understand. Like, you know, I don't understand the abortion argument. I don't understand Christians who say that they're pro-choice. And I think that there, there's a, there are times when you just go, listen, I'm trying to put myself in your shoes, but I, I can't do it. That's right. And so obviously there are deal breakers, but I think for the most part, we really need to listen. And we're listening for that, that little voice that's going, be quiet. Mm-hmm. You know, listen. That's right. Stop talking. And it's important to be able to hear that voice because if you can't hear it, you're going to miss out. And it's really fascinating to to listen, just ask questions and really try to understand someone. Yes. It's it's just, it, you learn so much in such a short amount of time and that will help you be a better friend to them yeah, and be I a blessing so. to them. And when both uh, women in the relationship are striving to understand each other, that's when the relationship flourishes. That's right. And I, that's, to me, that's exciting. And I learned so many things from my women friends that are different than you and I do things. Well, we do things a lot the same as we we're do. getting older. We do. It's like we were separated <laughs> at birth. But when our kids were younger, we did a lot of things really different. You lived we on did. a farm. You were like the original pioneer woman. Nope. You were, man. You, she's like slaughtering lambs and <laughs> preparing them on her kitchen table. And I was like, heck no, man, I'm not doing that. And she's milking cows. And I was like, no, man, I, I grew up milking goats. So I did that for a while. But we did things very, very we differently. Did. And I am having so much fun now because when you're here and we talk about stuff and you, you know, you're out there, this isn't what you're supposed to do with your tomato plant. And I'm like, I kill tomato plants like professionally. <laughs> <laughs> so it's fun now it in this season of life. I think part of um, uh, our angst when we're younger is that we see somebody else doing something and good at something. And rather than wanting to get in there and kind of learn about it or realize, you know, that's just never going to be me. That's right. We are intimidated. Yep. That's and exactly it, we right. allow it to get in there and kind of make sour grapes right. when, it, when it doesn't need to be. It doesn't It should be fine be. wine no. instead of sour grapes. And that's one thing we both we both have realized too after all these years. We realize God taught us so many of the same things through a different venue. Yes. You know, for me, it was being out in the country and all these other things. And for you, it was being in ministry and getting doing beat up in the ministry. Exactly. <laughs> Praise got, the Lord. We both got beat up in our own ways and <laughs> yeah, right. came to the same conclusions. And <laughs> so here that, we are. <laughs> that's right. And the conclusion really is that God is good that's in right. all the situations that we have faced, that the Lord is good and that his mercies are new. And those things don't change, that's whether right. you're out on a farm getting beat up by a cow or you're working <laughs> in a church getting beat up by a person person, right? It, the Lord is good. And I think yes. he's using all these things to teach us and to grow us. And man, I just wonder what would happen if if the women of God, if the women who are listening to this thought, because everybody's thinking of their friend, everybody has a friend that they mm-hmm. think of. And when we talk about this kind of stuff, if you called them on the phone and said, you know, I am thankful for you. Thank you for speaking into my life. Thank you for loving on me. Thank you for realizing that I have a bad day and not holding it against me. You know, thanks for that. Thanks for forgiving me. I just think if the non-Christian community could see the Christian community actually treating each other the way God wants us to, we might attract more people. We might. What's that verse that says they will know we are Christians by by our our love? love. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's true. And so women, we're going to leave you with that thought today. Just, you know, how what are you known by in your friendships? When you when you think of yourself, now don't think about other people for just a minute, because I think we, we tend to do that, right? Well, so-and-so, she's not very loving, you know? Bless her heart. I learned that in the South. 
y'all. <laughs> I'm home from the South now, but some things have stuck with me for life. Right. Like, bless your heart. I'll be saying that for the rest of my life. And I think, you know, for, for just to take a, a moment and look into our own hearts, just re- like ask the Lord what David asked. That's you right. know, Lord, search me. How can I be a better friend? How can I be a better listener? How can I be an encourager? How can I come alongside this mom who's nothing like me, but I see something in her that is so enticing and so, and I want to be like her in some ways and just tell her that. Oh my goodness, what an opportunity. Yeah, I I agree. I think, you know, we think, often we'll think some good, really good things about people and we never say it. I know. And all of a sudden when you start saying those things, what a difference it makes. Mm -hmm. It really blesses the other person. It's like the mom who's at the, you know, she's at Costco and she's got five little kids with her. Right. And you walk up to her and go, you are doing such a good job. I mean, it means means so much. That encouragement. Encouragement. Um, the Bible has a lot to say about encouragement and how it is found really first in the Lord and then in the way that we walk out our relationship with the Lord with other people. So, Dorena, thanks for coming. Thanks for talking having me about friendship. This has been great. It's great. I just love you, girl. <laughs> love you know you that too. I do. So, this is fun. It's <laughs> fun to have a, like a real life, in real life friendship on the podcast. So, everybody, you can't have Dorenda because she's my friend. Well, she's actually <laughs> other people's friends and we don't argue about it anymore, but that's another podcast. All right. Hey, guys, thanks for listening to the Busy Mom podcast. We'll see you back here next time. For more encouragement, visit me online at The Busy Mom.